If you think pouring your everything into your little munchkins is the best way to do things, then this episode may be a bit of an eye-opener for you. We're going to unpack the relationship between happy marriages and happy parenting and happy kids. And it may not be what you expect to hear. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to oyf.support. Once again, that website is oyf.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gundel from Only You Forever. Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage... We've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for. We have an illuminating episode for you this week. This is episode number 198. And today, we're going to be talking about why a child-centered family is bad for everyone. Hey there. Before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we showed you how to figure out what your spouse is actually upset about when you're in conflict. Yes. Definitely worth going back and checking out. I found it fascinating. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us. Speaking of little munchkins, we have one banging on the counter in the... And remember, if you're struggling with your marriage, we offer sound research-based advice. Most of all, we offer hope. So let's get into the topic of child-centered parenting or not. Start by thinking of your family as a system. So let me start with a little bit of psychobabble here, but I'll keep it simple. I want you to think of your little family unit as a system. In other words, it's made up of some moving parts and some groups of parts. Okay. Now, the whole family, dad, mom, children, are one system. But there are subsystems within that. And these subsystems interact and they influence one another and the family as a whole. So, for example, your marriage then would be a subsystem of your family system, like the coupleship. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right? And the reason why we need to talk about systems, again, is just because we need to understand this piece that one system affects another as well as the family as a whole. So, for example, the marital relationship can affect the parenting relationships mm. and vice versa. Yeah. So since the whole family is one system, emotions and actions displayed in one of its subsystems can spill over into the others. None of the parts move in isolation. So for example, a husband who is good at attending to his wife's needs will naturally or likely be better at looking after his kids' needs too, since similar traits and actions are involved. Right. Makes sense. Equally, a husband who finds himself disliking spending time with his wife and is hostile towards her will tend to be more hostile to his children as well, since the anger and the resentment spill over. Okay. So this is kind of breaking through the idea that we can keep these things in isolation, that we can have a very unhappy marriage and raise happy children. Very, very hard to do, if not impossible. Okay. And, And basically, what I want us to understand is that marital satisfaction leads to parenting satisfaction, not the other way around. Now, here's a quote. And is from, this from the research? Yeah. Like, obviously, I believe this, but. So let me substantiate this. Okay. Here's a quote from one study. A satisfying marital relationship is the cornerstone of happy family life, leading to more positive parent-child relationships and more congenial sibling relationships. Oh, so I you can see how the one, the one system is affecting the others. Yeah. Another study confirmed that, that there is a strong link between marital satisfaction and sensitive, warm, and responsive parenting. And they found the link is one way. It's one direction. Marital satisfaction causes good parenting and good parent-child relationships, not the other way around. Hmm. In other words, good parent-child relationships are not a cause for marital satisfaction. Right. Okay. 
In other words, you cannot improve your marriage by improving your parenting, but you can improve your parenting by improving your marriage. Ooh. Okay. Now, I really think this is countercultural to a lot of what we see today, where there's so much emphasis on pouring all the effort and investment into the children. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what this research is showing, and we'll hear more about this as we proceed, is that pouring effort into the marriage results in real benefits to the children as well. But the marriage is the first recipient of that. Okay. Now, the reverse of this is true. Low marital satisfaction leads to poor parenting. Emotionally distant spouses are often less supportive of their children. They display less warmth. And marriages high in conflict often lead to more anger being directed at the children. That's from Pedro et al. 2012. Now, where this is particularly tricky is if you kind of give up on your spouse and you pour effort into your children, hoping that you kind of redeem things there, find meaning Mm -hmm. there or Mm -hmm. something, it's hard to do. And, And I get why folks do that. But... If it is all possible to do so, the marriage is what actually needs your attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you may not, you're unlikely to get those benefits to your children anyways. Right. If you don't improve the marriage. Yes. Okay. So that's where we're going is I'm asking you to take your marriage seriously if mm-hmm. this is a problem. Or let me just correct that because I don't want to imply that people aren't taking it seriously, but it's easy just to say, well, I can't do that. So I'm going to do this. Or this is easier to do. Could be that too, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's one exception to this. Normally, good parenting flows from a well-functioning marriage, and that's fine. But in step families, the relationship actually runs both ways, especially during the setup phase of a, of mm-hmm. a step family. Uh-huh. Marital satisfaction leads to better parenting of stepchildren, but forming a healthy relationship with the stepchildren, with your stepchildren, also creates a healthier marriage. And the reason why this happens in step families is because the, the step parent typically does not have a pre-existing relationship with the children. Mm-hmm. So she or he has to work at developing a workable relationship with those children in the first stages of the marriage in order to create a stable household. Yeah. Okay. And if they do that, if they put that work in, then it affects their marriage positively. Yes. There's meaning to to okay. that because that connection did not previously exist. Mm-hmm. So okay. coming back to, to not blended or not step families, why does focusing on a good marriage lead to good parenting? Well, Can we go back to step families for yeah. a second? So does this mean that they need to put more effort into the children in a step family? Is that what you're saying? Than into their marriage? No, it means that it means where the step family is a little bit different is that you building a good relationship with your stepchildren mm-hmm. will actually help your marriage. Okay. So you need to work on both. But you also need to work on your marriage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, it's good. Good to clarify. Focusing on a good marriage. Like how does this actually work? How does a good marriage lead to good parenting? Okay. Mm -hmm. There's three concepts here, uh, spillover resources and modeling. Okay. Spillover is something that we mentioned above. So when you have positive mood, positive emotions, traits, behaviors from the marriage, those naturally spill over into the parenting relationships. Right. That makes total sense. Yeah. Resources. An unhappy or conflict filled marriage will be a drain on both spouses, emotionally and mentally. It's going to drain their emotional, mental resources. And that's going to negatively impact the couple's parenting ability because they'll have less energy, less willpower to properly look after their kids. They'll mm-hmm. react more negatively to their bad behavior, the kid's bad yeah. behavior. Yeah. On the other hand, a happy marriage increases the emotional resources both spouses have, which enhances their ability to deal with parenting challenges. It just makes you more yeah. available because you you're not resources. so drained by your marriage. Yeah. Okay. And then there's modeling. Children observe how their parents behave. They learn a lot about how to act based on this observation. That's modeling, right? Yeah. Children who see their parents treat treat each other with respect and kindness will learn that this is the right way to interact with people that you love. 
Ah, yeah. As one of my supervisors in school used to say, values are caught, not just taught. So you can say one thing, but they're going to catch what really happens. Yeah, yeah. Now, on this again, we've created uh, some bonus training for our much appreciated supporters. And this week, you'll learn how to put your marriage first by coming together on parenting and figuring out how to navigate your biggest parenting challenges together. So this is a marriage aligning over parenting moment. Okay. We don't often talk about parenting on our show because we are a marriage show. But in this bonus training, we do give you the essentials for helping your family move to a happier place. You can get that by becoming a, a patron of the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. And we'll just take a quick break to tell you more about that. What happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality? Too often, high expectations lead to disappointment, communication breaks down, and the struggles of day to day life become overwhelming, leaving you feeling lost and without hope. Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse, and your family. Counseling can be expensive, and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Valinda understand your pain and frustration. Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible. And to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support. You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we were talking about why focusing on the marriage ends up helping out with parenting. Mm-hmm. Let's just pivot slightly to talk about how different styles of parenting lead to greater happiness for parents and children. So I want to promote the idea of co-parenting. Co-parenting. Yes. Co-parenting is good for couples and for children. Co-parenting is defined as showing agreement in how to raise the children, which is why we had the bonus yeah. Guide focusing on that. Oh, okay. But also supporting each other when interacting with the children, especially when it comes to setting rules and discipline. So co-parenting is really just being together, being on the same page. That's all okay. that really means. Okay. It's linked to higher marital satisfaction and that one spouse's co-parenting leads to feeling supported and leads to higher marital satisfaction for the other spouse. So they've actually documented these connections in the research. It's the best form of parenting with regards to the happiness of the parents. And it's also the best for the children because it creates a more stable, conflict-free household. In simple terms for Linda, I think this is just about having each other's back, standing together as a couple. Kids can sure figure it out if you're not on the same page. And bless their little hearts, they'll exploit that. (laughs) Yes. Oh, you won't give me a ice cream bar? I'll go ask mommy. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. When you're united on issues... It actually creates a safer and more stable environment for them. But to do that, you need to work on making a strong marriage. Mm-hmm. Because couples who are high in marital satisfaction are naturally better towards at co-parenting. Here's a quote from the research. Happy couples feel positive feelings for each other. This affection prompts them to support each other as parents and to work cooperatively in child rearing. Mm. So having a happy marriage typically leads to good parenting or to better parenting. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some parenting styles that don't work, and I think these will sound fairly obvious when we get into them. Low marital satisfaction leads to poor co-parenting. Like, if I'm not happy with you, why would I agree with you on parenting? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then that leads to less effective parenting styles, such as, number one, conflicted parenting, which is parents disagreeing with each other on how to raise or discipline the children, leading to further unhappiness between the couple and tension between the children and parents. Ah. Because the kids aren't always clear on what's going on. 
Right. Or they are clear and they're leveraging it to their advantage. Or they might know that one parent agrees with them, but Not they're the worried other. the other one's upset or... And then they could blame themselves. Yeah. It, could be a, it just creates a whole lot of uncertainty, right? Okay. Another possible style that doesn't work is triangulation, which is drawing the child into the marital conflict. Mm-hmm. For example, by trying to get the child to side with you against your spouse. Really, really unhealthy. Hmm. That leads to enmeshment. And uh, those folks, it's good for my business, but... Yeah, but sometimes like I'll do that with one of the girls if you're wearing, you know, a really tacky outfit or... I don't wear a really tacky outfit. <laughs> no, I, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like we do it and it's funny. Right. But if, but it uh, is still kind of triangulation. Like I've got them on my side and we're trying to get you to change. So is that bad even? Uh, I think because that's the only context it happens and it's okay. I don't know. Okay. How do you feel about it? Well, it's usually a big joke and everybody's laughing. And it's just my wardrobe malfunctioning. It's, <laughs> that's a known issue. <laughs> no, this is more like... Uh, no, honey, those knee socks really did look good with your sandals. Actually, it's coming back into style, so I shouldn't say too much. I've already said too much, actually. Sorry. No, this is about matters of serious conflict. Okay. That's what I was wondering. So I just, I'm drawing a total blank on an example right now. But but when it happens, the triangulation, like the research again and experience witnessing this, it leads to worsening marital satisfaction and it leads to Mm -hmm. distrustful, unstable parent-child relationships because that child will flip to whoever's side the parent is calling them on. So who can the child really trust? Right. That would lead to total uncertainty. Yes. And a lot of things. You where you stand. Yeah, yeah. That's hard, right? Now, the next, the probably the largest one that I think we're seeing in our day and age is overparenting. So I wanted to break this one out mm. and talk about it on its own. Okay. Putting children first in your marriage. And this is our title, Why a Child-Centered Family is Bad for Everyone. This can have negative consequences for the whole family system. Being Overly involved in your child's life, overprotecting, investing all your time into looking after them, sometimes called helicopter parenting, just because... Helicopter. Helicopter. Mm-hmm. Because it's the idea of someone always hovering over their children. Yeah. That reduces the time and emotional resources that you have available for your spouse. It's going to lower your marital satisfaction. Mm-hmm. That's going to hinder your co-parenting ability. It's going to end up affecting the whole family. It's counterproductive. So you think you're doing your kid a favor. Yes. It also has negative effects directly on the children. Research shows that being too protective and intrusive into your child's life, despite the good intentions behind it, has Mm. negative consequences for them as a child and in their transition to adulthood. These include, and these, I'm quoting these from three studies now. Number one, reduced overall well-being. Is this of the kid? Yes, this is the effect of the kid as they transition into adulthood. Okay. Number two, higher use of medication for anxiety and depression. Number three, less self-confidence and higher dependency on others because they've always had the helicopter there. Uh, yeah. Number four, poorer coping skills and less ability to deal with challenges because you haven't let them suffer through those okay. all issues. Okay. Number five, reduced engagement with school and college leading to lower academic achievement. Wow. So these are serious consequences, right, from helicopter parenting. Yeah. And I think in putting kind of bringing that parenting piece back into the marriage context, it could easily become a downward spiral. Maybe your marriage hit some rough patches or you found yourself unhappy. You decided to pursue joy in your children. And that could even be an unconscious decision, yeah, don't you think? it could. Even if your marriage wasn't unhappy, you might have done that. Like, Or you just, there's, there's happiness over here. So you yeah. just move away from the hurt yeah. towards the happiness. And you're 
maybe one spouse was busy for a particular season of life. Yeah, yeah. found meaning elsewhere, right? But as you become more and more invested in those children, they first responded with joy. That was rewarding. But as time goes on, they need more and more from you because they become increasingly insecure, mm-hmm. anxious because of the cues that they're picking up from the new distress in your marriage. Oh. Your spouse becomes less and less happy. You invest more and more in the children. Things get worse in the marriage. The children are more and more aware of that. They're upset by that. So it's that spiral. Now we're spiraling, right? Huh. And if this is the situation you find yourself in, it's probably time to redirect, to stop and work on your marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes what appears to be a set of parenting problems is really just evidence of a marriage problem that needs to be addressed. Huh. And think about what a gift you could give your children by doing the harder work of mm-hmm. really engaging with your spouse and sorting out that out and healing that and investing in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the happier, healthier kids. Yeah. Even if you guys do make it through till when all the kids are launched, it still really, really hurts adult kids. Right. It makes them question the validity of all of the Really? An earth ground. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we think a child-centered family is bad for everyone. Of course, there's some of you with special needs children and things like that. There's always valid exceptions or where things need to be nuanced and so on. But we really want to caution folks against helicopter parenting against making everything about the kids. Take care of yourselves first. Mm-hmm. And your children will be doing better. as well. hmm, That's neat. Well, Joe, we want to thank you for becoming a patron this week. And all of our faithful patrons, thank you so much. Next week, Caleb. We're talking about competitiveness in marriage between, not uh, sort of between couples, like one couple to another mm-hmm. couple, but within the couple, between spouses. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when we play mini golf. <laughs> uh-huh. So we should probably have a round of mini golf and then record that and then one. Record the- Just so it has that real life. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. Before we tell everybody why it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes at oaf.link slash 198. Find out how you can help. Go to oaf.support. Thanks. And we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Belinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to oyf.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website oyf.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People from Only You Forever.